We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Thursday morning, Oxford Exxon Podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready, Clark Ford Studio this morning. It's not a reverb anywhere, is there? Okay, I think we're okay. Um, Jeffrey Wright joining us here shortly on the broadcast, as he does every single Thursday. We'll talk some college basketball, some Ole Miss basketball, losing to Florida, but that's not really the story going on right now. We will talk about uh, Chris Beard having his charges drop. What does that I, mean I for Ole Miss? I got so many basketball thoughts today. Okay. So we'll, 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 see we'll, if, we'll get into We'll them. see if we can get to them. I, they're, they're bubbling up. All right. We'll, we'll, we'll get into all those. We'll uh, talk whatever else, although, honestly, I think that's going to take the majority of uh, of today's show. So a show brought to you every single day by the Oxford Exxon Highway 6 West in Oxford. Lunch specials, ribs, you know the score here in Oxford. But if you're in the uh, the Jackson area, head on over to the Clinton, Mississippi Blue Sky. They're making homemade donuts. They look outstanding. Saw videos of them, pictures of them in the last couple of days. We don't live very close, so I haven't tried one yet. But they're going to get to all Blue Sky locations. They are in Clinton currently. So homemade donuts, if you're in that area, take advantage of that possibility. And again, coming to you from the Clark, Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford in Amory, Mississippi, 662-257-1900 the number. Call it. Ask for our buddy Corey, Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes. In business hours, it's going to be right to the bottom line. He's not going to do all the haggling stuff and the hassle stuff. He's just going to give you a quote, and then you can do with it as you wish. I would recommend that you take it, get into a Clark Ford. You will love the service. You'll love the product. Corey and the people at Clark Ford want to be your car guy. They want to be your truck guy. They'll prove to you what that means when you make the call, 662 662- Two five seven nineteen hundred guests, including Jeffrey Wright, join on the MyPerfectFranchise.net hotline. If you're a displaced corporate executive or you're wanting to put your career in your own hands, uh, Andy Ludicky can help you. He can also help you if you're an experienced entrepreneur who's sort of uh, wanting to diversify. Andy's a longtime uh, Rivals board member, a diehard college football fan, a franchise veteran. He owns multiple franchises and businesses, uses his expertise to help others find their American dream through a very thorough and free consultation process. So call Andy, put your life and career in your own hands. It's 100% free, nothing to lose. Find your perfect franchise at myperfectfranchise.net. Contact Andy anytime at andy at myperfectfranchise.net or call his cell phone. Many of you have, and a handful of you, more than a handful actually, have gotten your own franchise. 
404-973-9901. We'll call Jeffrey in uh, in just a minute. We'll start a basketball conversation. The one uh, news and notes yesterday, otherwise, just because I will completely forget baseball. But once we get into this, other uh, other other talks. They did announce the weekend rotation yesterday for this weekend against Delaware. Grayson Saunier is fine. Watched him throw a bullpen yesterday. He will start on Saturday for Ole Miss against the Blue Hens. So Ole Miss will go with Hunter Elliott on Friday, Grayson Saunier, the freshman, on Saturday, and then Xavier Rivas, the transfer from the University of Indianapolis, on uh, on Sunday against uh, against Delaware. I, I know who Delaware is pitching somewhere, but it doesn't matter. We're not getting into that today. But anyway, Saunier is fine. They're uh, they're good. The batter's eye will be in place. Um, when it needs to be, they'll It'll get be it. It'll cold fixed. out there tomorrow night. It's going to be really cold tomorrow night, a little warmer on Saturday, and then Sunday's actually pretty good. Sunday's like 62, 65, something like that. But, uh, yeah, Saturday, Sat- Friday and Saturday, both in the low to low to mid to high 40s, depending on the the first pitch. So, yeah, not not ideal baseball weather. We typically get a little better weather for opening weekend, and it's not, it's not the case. But it's okay. It's going to be all right. All right. It's fine. Cool. Uh, I know people were frustrated by the parking thing. I don't have a lot of thoughts. The university should have told you guys a lot sooner. I do think that's the one screw up in this, which is giving you more options, but I'm not surprised that it costs to pay to park in those lots. I'm actually surprised it's taken this long to yes. have pay in those lots to park. Um, Look, when you pay your football coach $9 million, you got to yeah. create some revenues other places. You just do. I mean, I've got the hottest of hot takes, and we can break it out sometime. If it were me and I were the AD, the Grove would get parceled off. You just told me that before we started, so you're not I, you're not you're you're not just bloviating for the air right now. I would absolutely sell the Grove. Yeah. So, and the primer the spot, the more it would cost, like a stadium. I see some issues there, so I'm not with you, but I understand the sentiment and the reason for it. Um, I, it would I get just it. be capitalism. I I get that. That's it. I just think you got to be careful because here's right the, now. Here's the it's thing. back into the other thing, though. Here's Everything's thing. capitalism. Here's the thing. Well, that's where, it's where we're headed. And when you're paying a women's basketball coach a million dollars for a sport that doesn't make a million dollars, you got to come up with the money somewhere else. And I'm not picking on women's basketball. Yeah, no, I'm no. just being real. Well, that's the most relative salary versus revenue. I mean, yeah, yeah conversation. So, anyway. All right. That, that's. Maybe that's part of today's conversation. Maybe that's another day. It's another day. Yeah, we've got all kind of stuff. So anyway, all right, Jeffrey Wright coming up on the line, assuming he's ready. You want to get Jeffrey on? Okay. Neil is all in favor of the Bears purchasing the suburban area and building a stadium out there. Yes, for sure. The person you are trying to reach is currently unavailable. He's currently unavailable. We'll, we'll find out when he's ready. All right, so he, I got some basketball thoughts. We got plenty. It's not like we have. I got, I got lots. I got bubbling over thoughts. All right, first of all, I wrote a column, rebelgrove.com, last night. You did. About Chris Beard. Uh, the charges dropped against him. Domestic violence charges are, are dropped. The district attorney in Travis County, Texas, put out a statement saying as much. Um, Not a campaign. I'm not campaigning for Chris Beard at all. I'm pointing something out, though. I watched three basketball games last night. Four, actually. I watched Ole Miss in Florida. I watched four, yeah. Okay. I watched the other three. I did the thing that a lot of Ole Miss people, I think, don't do, and that's watch games that don't involve Ole Miss, which is fine. That's not a criticism. But if you watch the other three, there was a common thread in all three games. Um, 
Tennessee knocked off Alabama in Knoxville. The place was absolutely packed. It was great basketball. Both both teams were incredibly well prepared to play. Uh, Kentucky rose up, beat Mississippi State in Starkville. The hump was packed. It was rowdy. It was loud. Both teams were very good, very well coached. Both teams were ready to play. It was a good game. Texas A&M came back and defeated Arkansas in College Station. The place was packed. Both teams uh, were well coached. Both teams are dangerous in March. It's six teams. It is. Ole Miss has now gone four years, if you think about it, where basketball has either been irrelevant or unavailable. Yeah, outside of literally probably a two-week stretch when they were fringy on that one season. Yeah. 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 They went 6-12 and in the SEC in his second season. The third season, they were a good team, but it was COVID and nobody could go. Mm-hmm. 25%, whatever. Yeah, no, yeah, nobody, sure. could, nobody could go to the damn games. And the last two years, they've sucked. It's just bottom line. The numbers say that they're terrible. It's not fair. It's not the right words. People are going to get upset about it, but it is what it is. When you're 6-30 and 30 in your last 36 games or whatever the number is, it, it, it's, it's not acceptable. I go to the games at home. The atmosphere is... It's it's nothing like the atmosphere that was available last night in Knoxville or in College Station or in Starville. Nothing. Nothing like that. Hasn't been like that in a long time. And the risk that you take, I think, when you go multiple years of something being irrelevant is people kind of check out and they don't come back. Some come back, but... Not everybody comes back. You know, you go to a restaurant, you have a bad experience, you go back again, you have another bad experience. The odds are you're never going back there. Even if you get wind that, hey, it's better now. There's there's a place in town that I've heard is better now. The last two times I went, I thought it was really bad. I don't want to go. It's a higher barrier from a sports standpoint. You're, you're completely right. I mean, obviously, if Ole Miss ends up having a top 15 basketball program, they're going to sell out the pavilion sure. or a basketball team. Sure. But it's a it's a higher bar- barrier of reentry is what so, it is. So There's here, no doubt about that. So here's the thing for Ole Miss, and I'm assuming for the sake of this conversation that a coaching staff, coaching change is coming in the next yeah. three weeks. Just, if, yeah. it, if it doesn't, well, then whoa. I mean, wow. Yeah, let's do the few good men thing where if you'll understand this, let's understand this right. and let's move on and operate from that conversation. So let's assume that three weeks from today, Ole Miss has either played its final game of the season or they're about to. Okay. The problem with some of the mid-major guys that get bandied about, they might be the best coach in the world. Dusty May, for example, at FAU, doing a really good job. They're a good team. The problem with hiring Dusty May, if you do it, is is Dusty May getting people excited? You just did did Conference USA, and it failed. It did. It failed. You brought in a successful Conference USA coach, and it failed. So you're going to do it again? Well, he's younger. He's different. Okay, but if I'm I'm Joe Fan, I'm like, "Eh, I don't know, man. We've We've done that before. Is he ready to step up in a league that's got the six coaches we just talked about? That, that doesn't even include Bruce Pearl. Doesn't even include some of the some of the really good coaches in the league. Doesn't include uh, Gates at Missouri, who's doing a, a bang up job. It doesn't it doesn't include any of those guys. 
Can he recruit the kind of players that you have to have to Ole Miss to win in, in, in the league we just described, where it's really hard to win? Can you recruit those players? And so if you can't answer those with pretty strong affirmation, I just don't know that you get people to to dial in. And again, the problem as we it's the eve of baseball. It's February the 16th. They ain't playing baseball in December. They're not. Not going to do it. They're not going to play baseball in January. And they're not going to play baseball in the first half of February. And the second half of February is going to be cold. And so when the excitement of this weekend wears off, baseball's going to simmer down until SEC play starts. That's how it works. I've seen it for 15 years. Yeah. You don't even argue that. No, no. It's going to be exciting this weekend. Then it's going to simmer down. And then when SEC play comes up, it's going to boil back to the surface. But that's not till the middle of March. So you have this massive void that as an institution, I think, is a problem for you. And it's not campaigning for Chris Beard or Will Wade, but it's going, those might be the only people out there that would get people excited enough to give it a chance. Because here's the problem if you hire Dusty May or someone like him and they get off to a slow start, which is likely. People go, oh, here we go again. And you never get a chance to get the ball rolling. Oh no, they're, 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 it's the it's the it's the guarantee in this that is the bottom line thing on this. I don't know what any coach is going to be three, four, five years down the road, but in years one, two, early on in your tender, or even excitement building up into the mm-hmm. tenure. I'm, the names that we are aware of: Chris Beard, Will Wade, Chris Holtman, those yeah. kind of guys that have some sort of unknown track record. Yeah. It's the day one. Okay, we're serious. Let's go. Everybody else has to prove it. Yeah, Dusty May has to prove it. Now he starts winning. Okay, great. Sure. Pat Kelsey starts winning. Great. Well, everybody okay, loves, whatever. Everybody loves winning. Yeah, yeah, sure. Yeah, but there's not as much. Hey, this is going to be really exciting. They're going to get some. Like you better have some recruiting wins. You got to have something that goes. Oh wow. Right. It takes an oh wow versus oh the resume is oh wow, the the name is oh wow, the whatever is oh wow, to get there. There's no doubt about that. Um, here's the deal. Um, and what happens if FAU doesn't win the CUSA tournament? What happens if they don't get in the tournament? You're hiring an NIT F- FAU coach. What do you? How does that work? I just I, I I feel like I'm picking on a guy that I've never met, and I, I I've heard nothing but good things about him. I just I question how exciting that's going to be for people. So you're going to have to figure out a way to sell it from a PR standpoint. And listen, I'll say this: uh, Richard Cross yesterday on Super Talk Mississippi, his show said that he was pretty emphatic. Not hiring he, Will he Wade. He went back to it and said, I am not using any qualifiers. No qualifiers. He said, they're not hiring Will Wade. They're not hiring Chris uh, Beard. Chris Beard. So I'll, I'm going to give Richard his props. Richard's a lot more connected at all. They say the message board people who simply discount Richard yeah, on this, you're, 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 wrong. You're, you're, you're wrong. wrong. Richard is far more connected in Ole Miss circles than I am. Not even close. I'll say that on the air right here looking at a camera. Richard absolutely is connected. And for him to say that, the way that he said it, he had to feel awfully good about it. That wasn't an opinion. I do not have his level of sourcing. I just straight on February the 16th at 8.21 a.m., if you told me to put my money somewhere, I expect Ole Miss to hire a mid-major coach for his next basketball coach. I do. Um, I, do I, would, I would also put pretty good money at not being Will Wade. I do not believe Ole Miss will consider or hire Will Wade. I don't. And you and I are on the same page on this. 
There's more momentum for Beard than there is Wade. It's not even close. Even in and if even I, in circles around Ole Miss, and if that, I, that matter more, if it were my decision, you wouldn't have to talk me into Wade very quick. It, it, I would. I, I could get talked into Will Wade super fast. You'd have to really talk me into Chris Beard. It's the weird illogical thing of this that there's there's a decent percentage of people, and I just mean around Ole Miss. I'm talking about employees, fans, whatever, just people that have some sort of stake in Ole Miss that I come in contact with, there's a very large percentage that has this thing where Will Wade is much more is much less palatable than Chris Beard. And at the end of the day, Will Wade did something everybody else did, got called for it, and it's basically legal now. And comes off like a supreme asshole. That is that, that is Will Wade. Yeah. That, I mean, that that is... He has a very punchable face, and he comes off like an asshole. That's Will Wade. But he's... He, but I he's, mean, Chris Beard, because look... Yeah, hear me. I'll, I'll hit the button. Okay. If... Chris Beard was cleared of charges yesterday, but excuse me if I'm not sold that what happened did not happen the way it was first said, and they simply were doing things to try to remain buyouts and save everybody's reputation in the process. Yes. Call me a cynic, no, but that's where I'm sitting right now. I would have to be prove it would have to be proven to me that that is not the case. Again, call me what you want. That's where I, that's what I believe. I'm with you. I would have to know that. Nope, he didn't strangle her. But with Will Wade. I mean, I'll use your word. So he's an asshole. Yeah. All right. He's a div- he is. He's an asshole. There's no doubt. But he's a Division One coach. A lot of assholes. Good God. <laughs> the list of non-assholes. And the nice guys, like, like I know of a few nice guys, and I fear for them. Almost every successful one is that way. I just don't give me the character thing as it pertains to that. We're not talking about criminal stuff. No one's accused Wade of doing anything cr- criminal. I mean, no one's ever said, hey, Will Wade beat his wife. No. Never heard that. Spare me. Spare me the character thing uh, on, on these college campuses where we're paying, well, not we, but where universities are paying really bad people multiple millions of dollars to coach stuff. And at this institution, where they were getting ready last Memorial Day, if NC State gets the last spot instead of Ole Miss, and it was right there on the edge of a coin, they were getting ready to fire one of the highest ca- character people on the damn campus. <laughs> Why? Because he didn't win at a high enough level. So spare me that stuff. Just throw it out. If you want to come back and go, hey, we just can't afford it. Okay, fair enough. But don't give me the whole. Well, we we just we just can't go there. We can't. he 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 has a punchable face. Do you know how many college football and basketball coaches have punchable faces? I mean, give me a break. I don't get it. I'm gonna be honest. I don't get it. So I wonder sometimes if Will Wade had done the exact same thing at Utah, Arizona State, or Wake Forest, do people still feel that way about him, or is it the LSU thing? Because if it's the LSU thing, some of y'all need to let it go. And that's not campaigning. That's just being real. Because Will Wade does one thing every place he ever goes, wins. And at the end of the day, right now, your problem at Ole Miss is not Kermit Davis is a bad guy or a good guy or any of that. Your problem is he's not winning. 
My Will Wade issue is that if he ended up with another year of a show calls, I do not think the Ole Miss program is in a place to where their head coach cannot recruit for a year. I tend to agree with that. And that's the I, problem. I, I think it makes Will Wade not hireable if you are not 100% sure right. that he would not get any extended show calls at all. Agreed. Or a show calls Agreed. at all. Agreed. Probably could get that answer by April. Maybe. Maybe. I don't know. Probably, I don't know how that works. Probably could find out. Do you believe after yesterday Chris Beard is coaching at the Division One level this season? Probably. Somebody will say yes. Yeah. I mean, Wichita State. Somebody will go, hey, look, he wins. He gets players, he wins. We live in a really, 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 really short news cycle, man. I mean, the balloon thing was big deal for a week. It's gone. I mean, you could you could absolutely make the beard thing. I, I wrote this. You'd have to you'd, you'd have to deal with it for two or three days. But you could do it on Tuesday of the SEC, first in, first week of the NCAA tournament. You're gonna get the columns. Then all those people that are going to write those columns, they're all the same ones that bow to the feet of the NCAA tournament and I mean, get on their knees and fill in the blank for the NCAA tournament. And that tournament's going to start on Thursday, and some kid for somebody's going to go off and hit some magical shot, and off they go. And we're going to start telling the same stories. And I'm not making fun. I'll watch the tournament, too. Yeah, but there'll be a new St. Peter's. And somebody's we'll going to bust all the brackets, and they're going to write about that, and then they're going to forget about it. Until next season, and then they'll bring it up for a while. But that's a simmer, not a boil. Yeah. It's already happened. And then it's just they'll move on to somebody else. Somebody else will be the stick of the month. Or in this case, the stick of the day. You take a two-day beating. What's the big deal? The problem you have, bigger than the media thing, is you just have to be able to say, hey, in town, and to your fan base, when they push back about it, y'all want to win, don't you? You want to win. It's all about winning. Here's I mean, the thing. I mean, you know what I mean? I mean, it's all about winning. Like like Lane Kiffin, when he wins, everybody loves him. If Lane Kiffin stopped winning, if they went five and seven next year, the pushback on the next Juice Kiffin tweet would be... Yeah, you're only allowed to do that when you are winning. Period. So when you win... there's a Nobody diff- cares about the dog when you're losing. When you win, you're held to a different standard than when you lose. Breaking. Well, yeah, I don't know what all Beard's options are. It's very possible he has 10 options that are fantastic, much sure. better than Ole Miss. If there's a vacuum right well, now. Well, this that. is where I am sourced. I've survived 15 years on this beat where I'm not as sourced at Ole Miss as I probably should be, and I'm more sourced other places than a lot of other people. He's interested in the job. I can say that with 100% certainty. Very interested in the job. Is one of the people that knows that, like Luke Fickle said yesterday on a radio show, right now, if you want real security, you get in the Big Ten or the SEC. You get in one of those two leagues. If you want real security, you get in one of those two leagues. 
Yeah, the programs where you know they're going to be funded and aren't going anywhere. Wichita State's not in that league. They're not going to be in that league. They're in the American. So, you know, Ole Miss is in the SEC. So it's in one of those two leagues. I mean, Luke Fickle admitted yesterday, Wisconsin probably wouldn't have been first choice, but they're in the Big Ten and he had to go. Which is what I said last oh, November. Did he say that? Yeah. Did he? Which is like I heard last November that Luke Fickle was leaving Cincinnati. Podcast brought to you in part by Prime Shrimp, primeshrimp.com. Seven different flavors available for you. You can get them delivered directly to your door. If you were the 10 minutes freezer to plate, and they take care of you for dinner. The New Orleans style barbecue, their most recent offering, the signature, one of my favorites, the French Quarter Alfredo, the garlic herb butter, the Simply Shrimp lets you uh, season it yourself. Great for kids, people with a little more of a discerning palate. They will help you out there with Prime Shrimp. And now use code RG. That's code RG. Five packs or more, 25% off with Rebel Grove and code RG at primeshrimp.com. Walk On Sports Bistro puts everything they've got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine, po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Check them out in Oxford or uh, Ridgeland today. You can also order at walkons.com or on their very convenient Walk-Ons app. The College Corner is your one-stop Rebel shop, two locations in the Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet. In uh, Flowood, it's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, you can go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram with the largest selection of Rebel gear. In central Mississippi, we're having a, another weird weather day today in Oxford because it's that time of year when you use your heater one day, your air conditioner the next. Uh, get in touch with our friends at Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Make sure that all of your uh, heating and cooling systems are in tip-top shape. If you live in Oxford, Batesville, Tupelo, those areas, get in touch with the people at Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, Olive Branch, South Haven, those areas, get in touch with our friends at Southern, 662-429-4429. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company with the mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just $1. That's right. Every item starts at just $1. Shop now at astock.bid or download their app. Name your price on thousands of items from big-name retailers. A-Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups. So don't miss out. If you want it, bid it, win it. And then don't forget about Solutions RX. It's a probiotic, multivitamin, supplement company created by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. It's pharmaceutical grade, manufactured right here inside Mississippi. Check out their prescription support. If you use any high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medications, uh, diabetes medications, prescription support is going to make a big difference for you. It's going to make you more compliant. It's going to keep you healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout to get 10% off your first order. Podcast also brought to you by the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation. Your national champions are back for another year of Ole Miss baseball. Show your support for their efforts on the field this season by signing up for the Pledge Per Win and Pledge Per Home Run campaigns. Donations are charged every Monday. They're allocated into your blue priority point total and up to 90% tax deductible. You can sign up today by visiting give2athletics.com slash donate or call the Ole Miss Athletics Foundation at 662-915-7159. Remember, Morgan Wallen tickets still available. These two nights in April during LSU weekend for Ole Miss baseball. Tickets available at morganwallen.com. Great prices on both nights, the Saturday and the Sunday. Again, morganwallen.com. Speed bump. Yeah. Is that really what that was? Mm Mm-hmm. No shit. I mean, they are large speed bumps, but wow. 
Thank God they are. Otherwise, it'd be a speedway. That sounded like a wreck outside. I'm waiting for the day when someone goes flying over. Somebody hit that speed bump at like 40 right there, didn't they? Mm -hmm. I mean, they... Yeah, I'm waiting for the day. It's coming. There's people like doing Bigfoot and Gravedigger out there a little bit, aren't they? Like there? Mm-hmm. Yep. Some bitch, that's the loudest I've heard it. You can see it coming, though, when I'm coming through. Like, you can see that, yeah, they're going too fast. And, like, it's like they take out the whole bottom and they're just... Yep. I enjoy that. You, mm-hmm. you want the chassis to fall to the ground, don't you? I wouldn't cry. A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> a little bit. Okay, here's the other part, and it's my opinion. Keith, if you disagree or if I'm causing you an acid issue, I'm sorry. My opinion. The other part of this is I don't know that Ole Miss wants to spend this kind of money on college basketball. Sit down. I understand. Go ahead. Start having your panic attacks. My opinion. You look around the landscape. I don't know that Ole Miss is willing to spend three and a half, four million dollars a year on college on men's on men's basketball. I just don't. Here's the truth. My opinion. My opinion. Put it on me. If somebody disagrees, fine. Call me. We'll talk about it. Uh, I think they're overextended on football. I think they're doing everything in the world to make Lane Kiffin as successful as they can make Lane Kiffin. Kudos for that. It drives the boat. If you win in football, nothing matters as much. We all are aware of that. We're sure. Mm-hmm. But when I do the math, Ole Miss has, what, 12th, 13th budget in the SEC overall? Something like that. You good with that? Higher than Vanderbilt, but in that realm with Missouri and State and other people, I'm not going to find it. But I let's just—I can't argue that it's I, in the bottom four. Probably, I know it's a lot of money and it's top fifteen nationally, but it's bottom four in the or whatever nationally, but it's in the bottom four. Sure, in the SEC. Start looking around campus. Lane Kiffin has—he has a top ten national salary. Mm-hmm. He has a top half SEC salary. There's no I mean do, again. Do the math. Yeah, it's in there. Mike Bianco is the second highest paid coach in the country behind Tim Corbin. He's the highest public school coach in the country. Today, Kermit Davis is a top half of the SEC salaried coach. Because everybody that was hired last year, and there were six of them, all make less than Kermit does right now. Okay. Mike White was the was the largest salary getter out of last year's coaching hires, and he was $3 million on the knot for this season. Okay. Maybe his total compensation in four years is higher, but right now... His check every two weeks or whatever it is is lower than than lower than Kermit Davis. You look into their in, in, in their Olympic sports. Coach Yo got a raise, makes a lot of money. She's closer to a million than she is five hundred thousand. I don't know the exact number, but whatever. Okay. Corey Hinkus won a national title, but it's like number two in the country. Last time I checked for women's golf. Malloy has gotten raises. I mean, credit to you. Good job, Chris. Gotten raises, all that kind of stuff. Matt Mott. Chris is like, hold up. Yeah, no, no, no. Not, not, yeah, yeah. All good. Love you to death. You know, let's go have a beer. But um, notice who's saying this, Chris. <laughs> not me. Everybody hates me. No. He's, he's trying to get your pay cut. Um, look, I, Matt Mott top, done a hell of a job. Top 15 national salary, give or take. You know, I mean, you look at it, and at some point, I'm just doing the math. An athletic department's going to go, and now look, should men's basketball be where this is? That's the conversation. But today, you look at it and go, well, hell, somebody's got to make bottom half. They, they, look, they've kind of punted volleyball from a salary standpoint. Mm-hmm. And a couple of the things, I don't know what the softball coach is making. There's sports where I have no clue. Okay, But overall, you look at it and go, I think that's part of this. Now, the question is, 
when you win, you make more money, stuff comes in, excitement, whatever, you fix this problem. Mm -hmm. But I do wonder from a straight balance book standpoint if that is playing a large role in what is going on right now. Should this be what happens? Again, we're all speculating on what eventually comes out in three weeks. Richard wasn't speculating. He was not. There was no qualifier. And when I saw that clip of Richard saying that, I went, oh, no, interesting. Yeah. I did not go, oh, he's an idiot. No, uh, no, no, no. No, I mean, it's it's what Richard believes. I've talked to Richard. I mean, I think Richard's really good at what he does. I know he's well-sourced at Ole Miss. That's putting it mildly. Yeah, it doesn't take breadcrumbs here, guys. I mean. Um, my opinion. Uh, That's why I think they're hiring a mid-major coach. Barring someone we're unaware of as of February 16th. I'm stronger on Wade than I am Beard, but I mean, I am, I, and I don't have it anywhere near where Richard has it, but I do not believe Ole Miss is hiring one of those two people to be his next men's basketball coach. All I know is that when you, if you don't, and you hire a mid-major, and the mid-major doesn't work, and you look up in two or three years, and the two people that we're talking about are winning elsewhere... The money that was left over from the sanctions, you only got half back. You didn't get the whole thing back, and frankly, a lot of that was earmarked to Matt from a buyout standpoint. Walker Bailey says, where did the Jeff Goodman specifically mentioning Beard and Ole Miss report come from in our opinions? Um, oh, I didn't say this. What did yeah. he say? Well, Jeff Goodman said he, Chris Beard, I don't know it precisely. He said that Chris Beard would be back in coaching next season. He mentioned the one school that he mentioned specifically was Ole Miss. It's oh, be- really? It's because Chris Beard wants the job. I-, I wouldn't have written about it last night if I didn't think at least one party wanted the job. Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, I did myself no personal favors by writing that last night. And it wasn't even an option as long as there were criminal charges hanging over his head. Period. But those disappeared last night, and that's what changed that story because now it's he's hireable legally. Whether you can stomach it or not is another matter entirely, and we just discussed that. But he's not going to be prosecuted. It's over. There won't be a trial. There won't be a hearing. It's over. Yeah, Jeff Goodman said, do not be surprised if Chris Beard is back in coaching somewhere next season. In fact, I'd be more surprised if he weren't coaching now that the charge has been dropped. Agreed. I, I agree. Look, the argument, and it is, it, it is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not advocating for this argument. But the argument is, hey, she said that it was self-defense. It didn't. It just was a blow up. It, we're happy. We're together. Blah blah blah. It's never happened before. It'll never happen again. You put that in a contract. Make it crystal clear that if anything resembling that were to happen, that the contract is voided immediately, and you march on. And the only way that a Chris Beard or a Will Wade in a scenario where he was at Ole Miss, the only way that he ever lands one of the big jobs, the Kentucky type jobs, is twofold. One, you stay completely out of trouble, and two, you win really big. That's it. And more likely, you end up kind of like Bruce Pearl at Auburn, where you stay there forever. 
And it's working out for Auburn. They're going back to the tournament again. And before people go, well, Auburn's always gone to the tournament. No, they don't. I covered Auburn for six years. They went to the tournament three times. Now, they had a huge lull between that and that. I mean, they, and then after I left there was the a beat, Jeff Lebo era. After I left the beat, I think they went a decade of That's no what I'm tournament. Saying. I mean, yeah. no, no. Bruce Pearl has is Auburn basketball. It's not Auburn basketball. Nothing against Auburn. I mean, they, they've got Charles Barkley and Chuck Person and Wesley Person and all that stuff. But let's not act like that's Kentucky over there. It's not. That's Bruce Pearl's program. And that's kind of my thing about college basketball. This is kind of my college thing. Sports. But right now, especially in basketball, it's not Alabama winning. It's Nate Oates winning. It's not Tennessee winning. It's it's Rick Barnes. It's not Texas A&M, for God's sake, winning. It's Buzz Williams winning. It's not Arkansas going to back-to-back Elite Eights. It's Eric Musselman. And so you, if you want to compete in that realm, and hey, guess what? Texas and Oklahoma are joining the league. If you want to compete in that realm, you got to compete in that realm. I just sometimes, I don't know, man. I, I get you don't have money. and I don't know who the rapper was that said it. Uh, my favorite general manager in the NBA, Sam Presti, quotes it all the time. I don't really. Yeah. <laughs> it's just a thing. Scared money don't make money. He uses that? Yeah. Does he really? He does. Scared money don't make money. And I know he's taking it from a rapper who included that in his lyrics. And whoever that <laughs> rapper is, kudos to you. I just... I'm not, I'm not familiar with who exactly said it. I'm sure someone can tell me. And I don't, someone says, I'm sure Auburn basketball is in the black. I don't know. YG. YG. Featuring fellow American rappers, J. Cole and Moneybag Yo. Okay, there you go. Scared money. Grind says Gucci Mane said it. Oh, okay. Could Fair be. enough. Fair enough. I just know that Sam Presti quotes it frequently. Okay. That there comes a point where you got to go all in. cracking me up. But I don't there know comes why. a point where you got to go all in and scared money don't make money. But sometimes you're going to make mistakes. Sometimes you're going to give money to a free agent that it doesn't work. Sometimes you're going to give out a contract that doesn't work. But if you play scared the whole time and you play super conservative, you're never going to win. So, kind of where they are. But look, Saturday afternoon at 2.30, they're going to play Mississippi State on a, on, a, on a February afternoon where, quite frankly, it's going to be, from a climate standpoint, a hell of a lot more comfortable inside the pavilion than it's going to be sitting at Swayze, and there's not going to be anybody at the damn game. And I don't know who else has home games on Saturday in the SEC, but I bet a lot of those environments are going to be packed. I bet they're going to be loud. And that's the league that you compete in. Simple as that. Yeah, I don't, I mean, I'm not going to sit here and act like I know the ins and outs of how to run an athletic department from a money standpoint to know where you get money from or where you don't get money from or how you literally make payroll. I have no idea. Beats me. Um, but yeah, there's, I mean, look, the, the, the pavilion issue and it's an issue 
And it's not again, it's not just on a it's not just on a balance sheet. It's throughout your fan base. It's it, it it's keeping people energized through twelve months. It's all these different things outside. I mean, obviously the money is what matters, but it's so much bigger than that right now where you just have this huge hole in your sports calendar in it's the massive. middle of the year. It's massive. Um frankly, at a time when people are kind of looking for something to do. Of course. The winter's sort of whatever around Oxford. Um it's cold and gray in the winter in Oxford. That's what it is. And I mean, it's, it's where we came back to it is most coach. I mean, the, obviously new coach it, to some extent generates a little bit of excitement, but it's going to be a proven mentality with a lot of other guys that are not one of these three, four names that we're aware of again at the moment. Maybe there's some. Sure. I mean, the job isn't open, so you can't say, hey, all this guy would or would not be interested. I mean, I don't know. But Yeah, and I'm going to dig into uh, May and find out a little more about him. I, I think Pat Kelsey at College of Charleston is a really interesting guy incredibly good with social media. I mean, Keith can obviously find out anything he wants about Dusty May. Yeah. Um, Frankly, that's going to be a little issue for, for them. It's good. People are going to look at it and go, well, that's convenient. He was on Mike's staff at multiple places. Yeah, he was not, at La Tech and Florida. It's not fair, but it's going to happen. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring this podcast. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System, you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. At hundreds of locations across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE system technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's U-N-I-F-Y-D healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. Yeah. Saturday is Tennessee at Kentucky. That'll be packed. South Carolina at LSU. Nah. Nah. Florida at Arkansas. It'll be packed. Mississippi State at Ole Miss. Won't be packed. Georgia at Alabama. Jam-packed. A&M at Missouri. Bouncing Insane. off the rafters. Insane. And then Auburn at Vanderbilt. I mean, good be a decent crowd Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's playing well. 
Vanderbilt had a look. It wasn't a great crowd, but there was more people there for the Ole Miss game than I anticipated there being. Yeah, it was like sixty percent full. Uh, they're okay. Uh, by the way, Colin Castleton broke a hand last yeah, night. He's probably out for the year. Yeah, which is sayonara to there. Yeah, because Florida's social media team basically said, "Love you always," but that's that's probably it. Yeah. So they interviewed Golden after is the he game. An NBA player. Yeah, is he? They interviewed Golden after the game, and he said it didn't look good. You could tell he. He was hoping against hope, but but he knew where it was. I think headed. I think I think probably they looked at it and you could tell it was broken. Florida beat Ole Miss by I don't remember the score fourteen fifteen points. It was another typical Florida went on a couple of runs and Ole Miss answered one of them and couldn't answer the seventy nine sixty four fifteen points. Ole Miss now two and eleven in the SEC, ten and sixteen overall. I think is that right? Something like that. Morell had fifteen. Myron Jones had 15 for the Gators. Yeah. Matt played well. Jamin played pretty well. Jamin has played well. Yeah, Jamin's been good. Jamin would have a really good season going if he was the number three option. Where he could consistently just yeah. let be the number three. Yeah. And you had two dudes who could play and you're let, letting that, yeah. that run out. Really good role player. Really good role player. I told player. you recently how much I love Texas A&M's team. You've been pretty high on that. Love them. That was actually the game I watched the least last night. I got pretty. I watched Alabama and Tennessee a lot. That was a good game. Until here's the truth, though, it never felt like Alabama was winning that basketball game last night. I, I watched it and went because yeah. because I, I found myself and I don't know why. I have no issue with Rick, with Rick Barnes or Tennessee or anything in basketball. I really like Thompson Bowling a lot more than you do. But I found myself really pulling for Alabama for whatever reason in that game yeah. and just kind of almost got uninterested because it never felt like they were going to win the game. There was one point. Where, late where they got within six and I went well they have a shot right here and then Tennessee scored and I went no they don't the uh, state Kentucky game was kind of that way felt like state was just right there right there right there and they couldn't get they just couldn't get there Kentucky to their credit answered the bell last night and um, Tolu Smith for state 22 Sheboy 18 yeah Sheboy actually looked engaged last night he did and then I think Arkansas lost to Texas A&M on the final play of the first half they were up 12, like a second and a half left. A&M ran a little inbound play, and I think it was Debo Davis ran under the screen and let Hafner, the redheaded kid for A&M who doesn't play much, but when he does play, you have to guard him because he can really shoot it. Let him have an open shot from the top of the key, and he knocked it down and cut it to nine, and it felt like the momentum shifted right there. That's what A&M does, man. They, they will stress you. 62-56 A&M last night, 71-68 Kentucky over State. Yeah. It's a huge win for Kentucky. Basically had to have it. Drew asked if there's been any rumblings about Mike White. No. no Mike's not. happy in Athens. They're not. I, All good. I, I have a – it is my opinion that Mike did not and does not want the Ole Miss job. Keith can't hire Mike. He just can't. Even if Mike really right. wanted the job, Keith can't hire Mike. He can't hire his best friend and then it not work out. It just. But I, I, it is my very educated opinion that Mike does not want the job. Because if you come home yeah, and then it doesn't work, it's not home anymore. Yeah, home's different. Instead, Mike gets to come back and eat dinner the night before with some buddies and shake some hands and wave. And and if he wins, he wins. If he loses, he loses. And down the road, if he ever decides he wants to come back to Oxford, yeah. all good. Yeah. 
retire and hang out and, or come back one day and be honored. Yeah. Whatever. Oh, yeah, of course. Sure. Yep. Yep. Love y'all. Yep. You don't get to do that as the coach. No, it will. Look, I think Matt Luke will end up retiring in Oxford and it will be a little different for him, even though people don't blame Matt. Nobody blames Matt. Yeah. Especially having, as time is going on. I mean, but to put proof, into a situation. The and, proof of that is they're staying in Athens for right now. Yeah. Just easier. Mike Shula. It all changed. That was, that was sad. All changed. Yeah. Has that softened? Mm. Really? It's over. Really? Yeah, come on. When, when a group of yeah. people treats you that badly, you yeah. check out. I mean, you go from being kind of a beloved former player to they hate you. After a while, if everybody hates you, you kind of lose interest in them. No, I don't think that's thought at all. I, I don't think he has any interest in it thawing. So. <clears throat> We're all over the place. Kentucky's finish. They're now 17 and 9, 8 and 5. Their close it's fascinating to me. I think they've got to, I mean, I, Florida's a different animal now without Castleton, obviously, because that would have been a much dip, more difficult day for Sheboy as it will be now. Tennessee at Florida, Auburn, Vanderbilt, Arkansas to close for Kentucky. Not a lot of givens there, but no. easy road if they just won a couple games in, no problems. I think they probably got in last And they're going to get the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. They're also fourth in the SEC right now. Kentucky is? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Auburn would get the spot by tiebreaker today. Would they? Yeah. Yeah, Bama 12-1, and one, A&M 11-2, Tennessee 9-4, and four, Auburn and Kentucky tied for fourth at 8-5, and five, Missouri 7-6, and six, Vanderbilt 7-6, and six, Florida 7-6, and six, Arkansas 6-7, six and seven, Georgia 6-7, and seven, State 5-8 and eight now. Hmm. Ole Miss 2-11, South Carolina 2-11, LSU 1-12. So this is updated through today. So State's out, right? I'm pulling up nets because the net is big. Let's see what it is. There is a moral to the story. Hello, Texas A&M. Hello, Mississippi State. Hello, Arkansas. In different ways. Play schedule. a very competitive non-league schedule. Yeah. Don't stack bunch of stupid wins. It doesn't help you. Why, you ask? Nets through last night. Bama's two. Tennessee's three. Arkansas fell one spot last night from 20 to 21. Oh, they're 21. As long as they just get a couple of more SEC wins, they might get in at eight and 10. Yeah. Uh, Auburn moved up from 27 to 26. A&M moved up from 35 to 31. They're very safely in the field, finally. Uh, Kentucky moved up. Their net's only 31. 31. They played 10. Despite being 11 and freaking 2 in the league. They played 10 quad 4 games. 10 quad 4s. Arkansas's played 4 quad 4 games. Don't play those games. Oh, my God. Don't schedule those damn games. Ole Miss needs to stop scheduling Jackson State and games like that. UNA. Stop. All jokes aside about losing it. Just stop playing the damn game. Don't play it. And people go, well, you can't get enough home dates. Well, no one's coming to your games anyway. Go on the road. Uh, Florida, let's see. Missouri is, Mississippi State fell from 40 to 44. Mm. Missouri is sitting at 50. Florida moved up from 52 to 51. Vanderbilt's up to 89, but it's too late. 
Uh, Georgia's 123. Ole Miss fell three spots in the net to 129. LSU stayed at 145. South Carolina fell to 257. Kentucky Kentucky has played seven quad four games. Here, here's the here, here, six. Alabama played three seven, quad eight. four games. Three. Three. Can State get in at eight and ten. Mm, be bubbly because they could beat Ole Miss, South Carolina, and Vanderbilt and get to eight and ten. But that's not giving you any win that matters. No, probably have to win another one at Missouri and A and M. Need to win one of those two. So four and one down the stretch because you can't lose to South Carolina or Ole Miss. No, 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 no. So you, State's got to go four and one. You think down the stretch, unless they make noise in Nashville. And last year A and M made noise in Nashville, and it didn't matter. But again, the quad four thing's interesting. Alabama, Today, State would play on the first night. Alabama played. Yeah, State would play first night. Alabama played uh, three quad four games. Tennessee played six. Arkansas and Auburn played four each. A&M played 10. Mississippi State played nine. Missouri played eight. Georgia played 10. Like Georgia's 16 and 10, but their net's 123. It's because they, they played this super. Yeah. And Mike, Mike knew he didn't have a tournament. It didn't team. matter. But boy, I think the Gates at Missouri's right now going, if I'd known we were going to be this good, I would have scheduled a little differently. That's the truth. Yeah, find those teams that are one fifty to two hundred, not two hundred, not two fifty to three fifty. But I mean, Bruce Pearl, Nate Oates, and Eric Musselman have this thing figured out. Kudos to them because they're going to they're getting in on well, Oates is getting in on wins, and Pearl's at the end of the day going to get in on wins. He's done a really good job. But Arkansas seventeen and nine, two and six on the road, three and one on neutral floors, twelve and two at home, two and six in quad one. But they're four and two in quad two and seven and one in quad three. There's a big difference between scheduling quad three and scheduling quad four. Figure it out. Podcast brought to you in part by GNM Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer MedSync. If your prescription's the same day each month and take care of you. One trip to the pharmacy. One delivery, you have everything you need when you need it with G&M, whether it be Holly Springs or Oxford. They can also transfer your medications very, very easily. You make one call, they take care of the rest, and they will be your pharmaceutical needs or whatever they are. So, again, that is Tyson Drugs and G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. Remind me to answer Grind's question in a minute because I can recall. Uh, we're also brought to you by uh, Dead Soxy. Temperature is dropping somewhat. We have uh, entered prime sock season. Friends over at Dead Soxy just announced their BOGO winter sale. Right now, when you buy two sock bundles, you get the second bundle 50% off, or you can get a free pair of socks with any single pair you purchase. To get the deal, just put any two bundles or any two pairs of socks in your cart. Apply the code Rebel Grove. If you've got bundles in there, it will take 50% off the least expensive bundle. If you've got two pairs of socks in your cart, it will make the least expensive pair free. So head over to deadsoxy.com. Stock up on this incredible winter sale. And as always, stay soxy. Game Changer patches are the uh, only two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. The warm-up patch used before or while you drink. The overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. The all-natural ingredients will keep you in the game ready for the next play. So go to GameChangerPatch.com, promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. 
Uh, ACS is owned by Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. Uh, they can service and install Rockwell Automation, Allen Bradley, Siemens, ABB, Square D, and many other manufacturers. So for more information or to get in touch with the people at ACS, go to acsllcms.com or call 662-601-4381. And we're brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons at 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. Been serving the Oxford area for three quarters of a century uh, whatever your jewelry needs are, they've got it. Great customer service at Lamons. I was uh, in Lamons just yesterday, not for Valentine's Day, but for other reasons. And um, they, they take great care of you. Whatever you're looking for, they've got it. If they don't have it, they can order it. It's the gold standard in fine jewelry. Visit them at LamonsFineJewelry.com or call them at 662-234-2777. And we're brought to you by Pinnacle. Pinnacle based in Jackson, Mississippi. They provide detailed, specialized investment management, financial planning, retirement planning for individuals and businesses, and much, much more. Uh, Pinnacle will sit down with you, listen to your goals, study your expenses, put forth a comprehensive, detailed financial and retirement plan built just for you. It's mypinwealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N, wealth.com. Podcast also brought to you by Athletic Greens. That's AG1 by Athletic Greens. Take it every single day, always in the morning. Helps you work out recover if you did a lot of things yesterday just need a little bit of a boost i don't always eat perfectly so it gives you extra vitamins minerals supplements things that make you feel better throughout your day it's great for recovery empowers the gut whole body health and does many more things as well so for athletic greens ag1 that's comprehensive solutions what you need for your supplement routine they're giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin d five free travel packs for your first purchase you can go to athleticgreens.com slash mpw that's athleticgreens.com slash MPW. What you got? Did you, uh, I was answering a question. Did you, um, actually, did you, how much did you stay with Florida Ole Miss versus Alabama, Tennessee? How did you flip between those last night? I made myself watch Florida Ole Miss. Did you? Just been, I started it, and when I've Florida got up by like eight, I kind of went. Mm. But I was sitting here, and I was writing a column at the same time. So I had I had Florida on that one where I could see it, and then I would just look over at Alabama and Tennessee when I could. So I was trying to get the column done in time to let you read it. Well, because I was I was sitting in the kitchen. Carly Ann was trying to like take over the TV for something else, and I'm like, no, I'm I'm watching basketball or whatever, and then like. Got flipped over to the Miss game. I was like, no, not that one. The other yeah. one. And everybody was like, hold on a minute. I was like, no, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm not yeah. covering it. I can watch Alabama. It's fine. <laughs> so, Well, then I started was, to write about it. And I'm like, oh, no one cares. I mean, I I wrote I mean, this. I wrote, yeah, there was no reason to dive into it. Ole Miss what, shooting 42% from the field is not the story from last night in any way. No, and they shot 25% from three. This can't shoot. Got to go get shooters. I'm curious just from a straight college sports standpoint. Because, you know, he lost early, then won some games. Marcus Freeman at Notre Dame. What do you make of this fact that he publicly basically ran Andy Ludwig through the damn school, made it known that, hey, he's my OC, he's coming on this visit, and then can't get it done because they couldn't pay the buyout. He ends up just promoting within for his offensive coordinator. Utah wouldn't come off the buyout. Notre Dame has paid buyouts in the past. They've been more perfectly fine with it. Tommy Reese, when he came out, well, if I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm wondering what. Does yeah, that, is that a sign? You guys don't believe in me. 
they let him take the dude to the hockey game and be on the scoreboard and the whole mm-hmm. deal, and then went, nope, not paying Utah's $2 million buyout or whatever it is. That's... I mean, if I'm him, it's, it's bothersome. That's a little bit of a note. Oh, it's something to keep an eye on. I mean... Put a flag on that one. Yeah, just... Somebody completely. Somebody somewhere in South Bend in the meeting said, why are we doing this? It's $2 million. And I don't know the rest of the context, but somebody stopped it. Somebody went, this is stupid. Yeah, but that's who he wants. I don't care. Somebody had to go, I don't really care what he wants. He can just hire from within. If I'm Marcus Freeman, I'm winning next year. I mean, because that's the deal. That is a functional program from the standpoint of when you don't let a guy hire who he wants to hire, and it's at all within reason. And Notre Dame's an independent. They say they're flush with money, like whatever. Again, I thought... Alabama's not telling Nick, yeah, sorry. I can't do that. I thought Luke Fickle's comments yesterday were really interesting. Get in the Big Ten. Get in the Big Ten of the SEC. Mm -hmm. If you want. want. And he kept saying he thinks the Big Ten's going to keep growing. Because it is. That's one of the reasons, I'll be honest, a lot of people who cover SEC teams, and listen, it's 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 sexy clickbait, and it's great conversation, and I get why they do it. I'm sort of unable to really engage in it because I don't really think it's going to matter. The whole mm-hmm. scheduling thing, yeah, like who gets Vanderbilt or whatever, I don't know. We're going re- to do this again in two or three years is my kind of my thought. I think they're going to grow again. Yeah, this isn't the end of the day. No, I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I think the odds of the SEC sticking at 16 for like 10 years it's next to zero. So we'll do it again. Like you'll figure it out because you're going to have to reschedule and who knows where it's all going. I mean, look, there was a was it, Thomas McCann who covers sports legal stuff wrote about this in Sportico. I don't have it in front of me, but there was a hearing yesterday, you know, that lawsuit that's going on between the NCAA and the former Villanova football player and the SEC had a brief in it and stuff about athletes being employees you see see this yeah i saw this i didn't get a full context for it to be part of the show today no 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 it's 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 well it's a lot there and frankly i'm not sure that it doesn't go above both of our heads but who knows where all of it's going in terms of like employees and money and we're along these lines of i mean like there's there's the, the sec basically it's brief said if this hearing goes the way of that it appears to be going, if the case goes the way that it appears to be going, programs, plural, will get cut. If you have to pay wages to the players, programs will get cut. Not a little, not a little money here and there, just cut programs. If you keep all the Title IX stuff going as well. That you'll just have to start slashing stuff. That's, I mean. But then that thing out of California with the assemblymen from Pasadena said you can't do that. Sorry, AD's fired if you do that. He apparently just thinks money's on trees somewhere and you just pull it out yeah. because it made it. it <laughs> like high school girls or something, I you mean, know. Dude, there, again, in that meeting, there had to be some dude from somewhere in that state that just wanted to hold his hand and go, hold on. Okay, never mind. It's not worth it. Yeah. Just, just 
You don't understand, do you? Yeah. Do your bill, and we'll go from there. Like it, it's it, okay. It's all good. It's the whole thing of you know how you you got to get the materials to make the electric uh, battery. You get that right. You understand? Yeah. It's not just charge it up. Yeah. Since we talked about it yesterday, saw uh, the Pulse poll for the day. They talked about the AJ Brown Juju Smith Schuster thing. 68% of the replies, they think Juju Smith-Schuster's Twitter antics were unprofessional and tacky. 21% thought it was funny, and 11% said it was too soon, more than anything else. So, Somebody was doing the whole calling A.J. Brown old man yelling at clouds. I'm like, no, he's not. Like, I thought it was funny. I'm like, no, it wasn't even funny. Stupid. It was completely unnecessary. It was... Very unprofessional. I found it to be off-putting. If you're interested in Major League Baseball, the story... Every time I say off-putting, I think of that skit on Between Two Ferns. <laughs> Scarlett, is it Scarlett Johansson? That's says right. to Zach Galifianakis, you should be off-putting yeah. because you're fat. <laughs> <laughs> um, if you're into baseball, the story I'd recommend today, and I, you probably got to be a subscriber, it's Ken Rosenthal was writing about how the Mets have a $450 million payroll, uh-huh. but how do you, over the course of 162 games, protect Verlander and Scherzer and those guys because they're older? That They did a payroll, but they put a payroll together for a bunch of dudes who are older from a mm-hmm. pitcher standpoint, and that in pure Mets fashion, which would warm my heart, it could all fall apart by mid-August and be a complete disaster with an injury or two. I'm not picking the Mets. The Mets have an like all-name team. Yeah. But that's not real, really wins it's in baseball. It's not put together very well. It's throwing money at the problem. and now. Well, unless you have an anti-aging situation that you figured out there. I mean, they're carrying a luxury tax payroll of $373 million. It's over $80 million over the highest threshold. I'm picking the Braves. Are you? And then after that, I think I'm picking the Phillies. If you said they're there too. I mean, they were pretty good last year. But I'm picking the Braves to win the East. I think the I don't I don't even think it's I don't even think it's close. Because here's the deal: it writes that basically any type of issue with those older rotation guys, and the Mets suddenly are counting on David Peterson, Tyler Meggle, Eliza Hernandez, and Joey Lachesky. Saddle up. Yep. Mm-mm. I'm out. I'm looking forward to the baseball season. Are you? Yeah, for some reason. Will you watch more spring training because of the new rules? Yeah. Just to see how it's handled? Yeah. That's where I thought whoever it was yesterday missed the boat with that column was, no, it's good to get it now. I Just go show it to us. Well, what he was saying was, wasn't that it was – he just said he said there's going to be meltdowns. Well, there will. It's going to be his, – his words were it's going to be a shit show. Yeah, because unlike the college guys and the minor leaguers who are just going to just go, have to say okay, yes sir, I'll, yes sir, I'll, I'll do it. Some of those guys are going to be. Right, this is not. Nope. I make nineteen million dollars a year, and this is how I've done it, and this is what I'm doing. And when they enforce it, they're going to lose their minds. Like, can you imagine being the home plate umpire that says, right, "Mr. Trout, you need to step back in." Can't wait for the first blow up between Joe West and whomever. Yeah. Because some, speaking of assholes, yeah. there's a lot of Major League Baseball players who are assholes. We're, we're setting up for a great <laughs> season of John Boy lip reading. 
Yeah, oh, for We're sure. We're in for a perfect year it's, of lip reading oh, coming yeah. up here in, here in a month I mean, or so. That's what we're doing. Literally, can you imagine Aaron Boone when some of the he's going to lose his mind? And some umpire, especially some young umpire just breaking in, is gonna be like, look, man, I'm just enforcing the rules. What's the guy saying in that clip? Because I'm we're in the jackpot here. <laughs> oh yeah, that's right. That's right. I forgot that. Look, we're in the jackpot here. We we, we got bosses too. I forgot. They're watching that. us also. You, you know, I get that you're upset, but I forgot that. Yeah, yeah. I love those videos. Oh, Joe West retired? I missed that. Yeah. Okay. Good. I'm tired. I'm tired of it. Yeah. I mean. But again, the, I don't feel sorry for the major league umpires. They're well compensated. It will be fun to watch. I do feel sorry for the college umpires. I do. I do. I know you probably don't. I'm telling you, but 10 games into the season, you're going to start feeling sorry for them. I mean, I do what you get. I mean, it's, it's true, though. I mean, it's they literally got off at State Farm at 1.30 and yeah. drove over, and yeah. it's it's and they're just enforcing the rules. They didn't make the rules. Well, I had a probably a subscriber and listener who umpires at a lower level was saying that he had had some experience so far with the clock and that the biggest thing was just – the struggle with keeping up with the clock. It's just an it's an added thing that is really stressing people to Yeah. And in some ways the clock on the wall is even worse because everybody's staring at it with you. So every time it gets to one, zero, the judgment call of yeah, but he started his wind up, so we let it go. Versus well, and also, but you you've got to get in position to to determine whether a ninety four mile an hour fastball yeah touched the black or not. Mm-hmm. And in the college game, and you know this. There's a difference between umpiring the Friday game and umpiring the Sunday game. Friday night, most times, you're going to get pretty good pitching. Sunday, you might not. And so people are all over the place, and now you're having to watch the class. It's, it's going to be a cluster. It is. If they enforce it like hardcore. Well, and again, we'll see. But everybody says it's going to be incredibly hardcore. Okay. Everybody I've talked to says, no, it's like a thing. Yeah. You think that thing diminishes a little I do. as it gets going. I do. I, I compare it to like college basketball seasons where they start off with, hey, we're going to call all these touch fouls. And by the tournament, they're not calling. Well, them. I mean, it's a good point. That first year they did it, it was one of AK's last years. And they had emphasized hand checks. And for the first like two weeks of the season, it was just by God, you got breathed on with a hand check and it was a foul. And it was yeah. like, okay, guys, we can't play. And he would be like, quit asking me about officiating. You're just getting me fined. And I'm like, yeah, but it's like the topic. Yeah, but don't ask me. I'm like, no, I'm going to ask you. Just killed all the rhythm. Yeah, the game's had, with whatever rhythm college basketball has. The game's has had to begin no flow. With, no flow at all. Which is already an issue. Big time. <clears throat> You could have bet on the Nuggets last night. You would have won. I gave you a five and a half line. Nuggets won by nine or ten last night over Dallas. So. Kyrie did not play. Did not. No. Okay. Just an off night. Uh, he's got some sort of issue. He always has an issue. <laughs> You're not buying them house. <laughs> I'm not buying them yet. I'm not. But I'm also well, they haven't won a game with them yet. But I'm also going to give them a little more grace. It takes a minute to get chemistry. Again, like I was watching Arkansas A&M last night. Nick Smith didn't even play in the second half, and I don't think he got hurt. I just – it's so hard to change chemistry midseason. For the Grizz fans, they won 117-111 at home against the Jazz last night, 35-22 overall, now 24-5 and at home. 
there for uh, there for Memphis. So, your Thunder won a game last night. Yeah, beat up the Rockets. Yeah, big. It was kind of some Rockets just kind of laid down. It was I'm kind sure. of some Thunder scandal yesterday. Jabari Smith came out saying that the Thunder had given him a promise, and that when the Thunder took Chet Holmgren number two, that he was stunned. Oh, really? Like shook. And I think what it was was the Thunder believed that Orlando was going to take Chet Holmgren. And the Thunder were going to take Jabari Smith instead of Paolo Boncaro. It's pretty well known that the Thunder, and in hindsight, this doesn't look like the greatest decision in the world, but that the Thunder did not really like Paolo Boncaro, who right now looks like the best rookie. Shows you the kind of money that's in the NBA and all these different sports versus I saw a thing on the internet yesterday where Boncaro already makes more money than uh, Ovechkin oh, per year. Yeah. It's about the best scorer in the NHL and the rookie makes more money than he does. I mean, people say, but people talk about the NBA. It's never been more flush with cash. Tons of money. About to get a massive TV deal. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's incredibly healthy league. What stations? Is it moving or what? No, I think it's just renewing. So like... But everybody wants it. I mean, TNT is putting the money back in. Yeah, and ESPN, all that every, it makes money. And it gives you so much programming. Yeah. Which is huge. Yeah. Number of hours that you are filling with those. And it's easy to program because you know how long an NBA game is going to last. It's two hours or whatever. It's two hours and 20 minutes or whatever. Is that about what it does? Yeah. What do they put it in? A two and a half hour slot? Yeah. A little quick pre or post. They'll, sometimes they'll leave three, you know, because it might get overtime or whatever. But oh, do they do really? some pre and you do some post and it's, you know, it's good. It's easy. But a game that tips at seven is usually over by 930. You know what you get. And it works. And postseason NBA is really good programming at a time when there's nothing else going on. Tell me your matters there. Sure. Of course it does. You don't postseason NBA doesn't compete with the with the uh, NFL. It competes with Major League Baseball at the beginning of the season, so it wins. It's one of baseball's problems is its postseason competes with college football and the NFL. Obviously, somebody asked the women play tonight at eight o'clock. They are in Baton Rouge to face uh, Tim Mulkey and the. The Tigers, so Ole Miss twenty and five, LSU twenty three and one, coming off that loss to number one South Carolina last weekend. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, again, tough road. They've got that, and they've got South Carolina this weekend, and back in Oxford on Sunday. But they're both free shots. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. it's whatever. They're yeah. in the tournament. Yeah, that's all that matters. Probably a decent seed. I don't know. I haven't looked up Ned or anything, but I'll take the word for it. Uh, this weekend men's basketball as we close. Anything looking forward to? What what's the game? What's what's the what's the interest? Um, Kentucky Tennessee be really good. Interested to see that Texas A and M Missouri. That's the one that that's a really good game. Missouri gets that. They shot. need it. They need it. They need it bad. Yeah. They're, they're not in today. Curious to see State at home a little, in Oxford because they got to be kicking themselves a little right now. That was a real shot. Uh, pressure on Arkansas. They got to beat Florida. If they do, they're fine, and they probably will. But no, the oh, I want to see Tennessee. Tennessee looked real last night. 
I told you I thought Look, Tennessee. They can be real. I told you I thought Tennessee would play a proud basketball game. They just game, get in the games did. where they can't score. But boy, when you can, hey, if you can do to Alabama what Tennessee did to Alabama yesterday defensively, you're a threat every night. You could win the whole thing. That Alabama team is explosive. They are really good, and Tennessee put the clamps on them. This thing's gonna be look. If you just like the close games in March, it's gonna be wide open. Oh, nobody is amazing. There's ten teams that can win the national championship. Yeah. Like Northwestern got a big win last night. They beat Indiana. He's done a phenomenal job. Oh, it's incredible. Phenomenal. There's just. Houston's really good. Purdue's really Houston, good. Houston might be the best team. You think so? I mean, they could be. They're really good. I mean, I still think Alabama's the best team. I think Purdue's really good. I mean, there's just a bunch of good teams, but there's no one great team. I like Kansas. Kind of forgotten a little bit. Yeah. They hit that stretch. They lost three in a row, I yeah. think, at one point. Yeah. Something like that. So We watch Kansas because Carson, that's who he wants the Thunder to draft. Who is it? Grady Dick, the shooter. Oh, really? That small forward. He's a freshman. Can absolutely light it up. Is he coming out? Is he one oh, yeah. He'll come out. Okay. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. No, he He's a he's a wing. Mm-hmm. He can score. Okay. Very, right. very thundery player. We'll follow anything from this uh, this basketball angle. Again, Ole Miss basketball um, at home, 2.30 on Saturday against Mississippi State. Baseball this weekend against Delaware, 4 o'clock tomorrow, and then noon on Saturday because of because uh, of the basketball game. They've, that's a shifted time. Be aware of that because I know I've had multiple people go, no, 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 baseball's later. They move baseball to noon because of basketball. So just be aware. Um, what? Nothing. Are you curious I, at like 2 o'clock? Yeah, I mean, look, am I curious to see what happens? Because if, if, if Elliott's if, out of the game, Ole Miss is up 13 to 1, you go, okay, fine. Or Sonia, well, whatever. Well, I don't. Yeah, I don't doubt that people leave the baseball game in the sixth inning. Are they and just, just kind of wonder the where they go? Game. Question where they is go. the pool enough to get you across campus instead of going to the square and having a beer and a drink and a pizza and call, and calling it a day? I mean, you go, hey, we can go down there and just watch it on TV. I know what my guess is. Yeah, there's a bar. They have a TV. They have beer. Yeah, I'm a little cold. It'll be warmer down there. I mean, again. Yeah, no, I, won't, I, I won't be surprised if people are flowing out of the baseball stadium in the seventh inning. But I, yeah, sure. I don't. I, I question where they go. Yeah. So Neil's columns up. There's a recap from last night against Florida as well. More baseball coverage coming to you. Brian's got a podcast on the network. He talked to Colin this morning, or talked to him last night. It loaded this morning. And uh, Tyler and I are doing a show this afternoon. We are two o'clock. T- two o'clock. We're tentatively scheduled to be joined by uh, Troy coach John Summerall. Oh, so. Okay. Got stuff coming your way. So that's two o'clock on the uh, on the network. So take care. We'll talk to you again very soon. Have you heard about the 2018 study that showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? No. Well, now you have. I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual, the company making traceability the new standard in the supplement industry. I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and finding all these things I was trying to avoid. High amounts of heavy metals, synthetic colorants, and unnecessary ingredients. So, at four months pregnant, I quit my job and started Ritual, because I believe that all women deserve to know what they're putting in their bodies and why. 
I'm so proud of our prenatal vitamin. The ingredients are 100% traceable, it's third-party tested for microbes and heavy metals, and recently received the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. You see, we trace like a mother because, let's be honest, no one cares quite like a mother. But don't just take my word for it. Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com prenatal.